Our gospel reading is part of the lectionary that is common to many churches throughout the world that also are reading this text. It may seem a strange one from the Gospel of Luke towards the end. It is the story of the crucifixion. Strange for such a day. Let us attend to the word of God in our midst. When they came to the place that is called the skull, they crucified Jesus. There with the criminals, one on his right and one on his left. And then Jesus said, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they are doing. And they cast lots to divide his clothing, and the people stood by watching. But the leaders scoffed at him, saying, He saved others. Let him save himself if he is the Messiah of God, his chosen one. The soldiers also mocked him, coming up and offering him sour wine and saying, If you are the king of the Judeans, save yourself. There was also an inscription over him, This is the king of the Judeans. One of the criminals who were hanged there kept deriding him, saying, Are you not the Messiah? Save yourself and us. But the other one rebuked him, saying, Do you not fear God? since you are under the same sentence of condemnation? And we indeed have been condemned justly, for we are getting what we deserve for our deeds. But this man has done nothing wrong. And then he said, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. And Jesus replied, Truly I tell you, today you will be with me, in paradise. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Now this is what I was going to say at the beginning of the service. <laughs> at the conclusion of the Christian year, we celebrate the sovereignty of God who is known to us in Jesus Christ. On this day, as on every day, we give honor and glory to the Lord of heaven and earth and watch and pray for the coming of God's realm of righteousness, justice, and peace. Above all earthly powers, the crucified and risen Lord alone claims our adoration and allegiance. We proclaim that Jesus Christ is the first, the last, the beginning and the end, the Alpha and the Omega. But how did we get here? Now, what it says, first line, it says, if you pay attention to such things, but I'm going to say, if you paid attention to Eric's children's sermon, you would realize that we have come to the end of the church year. We have come full circle. Next week, we begin it all again. Next Sunday is the first day of Advent, the beginning of the church year, as we prepare for the birth of the Messiah, the coming of the Lord. And then comes Christmas and then we tell the whole story of Jesus' life, his presentation in the temple, his baptism at the River Jordan, his ministry, his preaching, his healing, his feeding the 5,000, his teaching, and his upsetting the status quo. Then come the 40 days of Lent, focusing on Jesus' temptation in the desert as we prepare ourselves for Holy Week. Remembering the events of Palm Sunday, Maundy Thursday, Jesus' betrayal, his crucifixion, his death, 
his burial, and that desperate time of waiting. Then comes resurrection and the advent of the Holy Spirit at Pentecost, the birth of the church. And then it's the disciples going out into all the world to proclaim the good news. And then we come to the today, the end of the cycle, to the end of all things, commemorating the time when Jesus shall come as king. It's not only the turning of the year, it is the turning of the ages. The babe born in Bethlehem, who suffered under Pontius Pilate, was mocked in a humiliating death as the king of the Judeans, comes at the end of time the end of all things as one who reigns eternally. Now here's how one hymn writer, Charles Wesley, in one of his 7,000 hymns writes, Lo, he comes with clouds descending, once for every sinner slain, thousand, thousand saints attending swell the triumph of his train. Alleluia, 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 Christ reveals his endless reign. Every eye shall now behold him robed in glorious majesty. Those who set at naught and sold him, pierced and nailed him to the tree, deeply wailing, deeply wailing, deeply wailing, shall their true Messiah see. Those dear tokens of his passion, still his dazzling body bears cause of endless exaltation to his ransomed worshipers. With what rapture, with what rapture, with what rapture gaze we on those glorious scars. Yea, amen. Let all adore thee high on thine eternal throne. Savior, take the power and the glory. Claim the kingdom as thine own. Alleluia, alleluia, alleluia. Thou shalt reign and thou alone. So that's how we got here today. Christ the King Sunday. But how is it that we got to that text from Luke? Luke's account of Jesus' crucifixion. Didn't we deal with that back earlier in the year on Good Friday? It seems a strange text to end the year with, to announce the turning of the ages, the apocalyptic return of the King of Kings, the glorified Messiah anointed to usher in the realm of God on earth. I think we need to enter into the story itself. And we'll find many people asking, how did we get here? There is a whole crowd gathered at the site of the crucifixion, many of them who probably just, the, just a few days before had hailed Jesus as king as they throw their, threw their cloaks down on the roadway before him. How things had changed in just five days. How did we get to this point? I thought this guy was the real deal. Then there are those two criminals who are crucified with Jesus. Now, if they were honest with themselves, they would know how they got there. But there are few criminals who want to take responsibility for their own actions. I'm sure they were asking themselves, how did we get here? I don't know about you, but I shouldn't be here. Only one of them seems to get it. We deserve righteous condemnation. But this Jesus guy... 
How did he end up here? Then there were the soldiers just doing their job, taking from life what they could, playing dice to win Jesus' clothing. They were probably underpaid and overworked and didn't care one bit about local politics or religion. And I'm sure at least one of them was asking, how did we get here? I should be back at home with my wife and children. And there must have been so many of those who loved Jesus, who had followed him throughout his ministry, who had put on their faithful trust in him, believing that God was up to something epoch-making in this guy, Jesus. Yet only the women drew close. And I'm sure they asked, how, 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 oh Lord, did we get here? One of those soldiers fed up with all the chatter all about him, his voice cutting through all the hows and the whys, and the mocking, mockingly asks, if you are king over all of these Judeans, as the sign says, act like a king and save yourself. The pain of those who loved Jesus only deepened as they saw him pierced and nailed to the tree, deeply wailing, Deeply wailing, deeply wailing, seeing their true Messiah, humiliated and abused. And then another voice, tired of all the whys and the how did we get here, has a flash of revelation, recognizes the true nature of Jesus being, his being king. This one, this one Jesus who takes responsibility for the welfare of all, the adorer, the adorer and the abuser alike. And to this Jesus, he utters a desperate plea. Jesus, I know you don't look much like a king at the moment, but I think I understand. You don't deserve to be here with us, all of us. And yet you are. Remember me, remember me when you come into your kingdom. It's a confession of faith proclaimed so that all generations afterwards might hear, whispered from one who was condemned to another who was condemned. Most assuredly, a blessed heresy to anyone who with ears to hear might hear. The king of love my shepherd is, whose goodness faileth never, I nothing lack, for I am his, and he is mine forever. Where streams of living water flow, my ransomed soul he leadeth, and where the verdant pastures grow, with food celestial he feedeth. Perverse and foolish off I strayed, yet in love he sought me, and on his shoulder gently laid, and home rejoicing brought me. In death's dark veil I fear no ill, with thee, dear Lord, beside me, thy rod and staff, they comfort still. Thy cross before to guide me. Thou spreadst a table in my sight. Thy unction grace bestoweth, and oh, what transport of delight from thy pure chalice floweth. And so through all the length of days, thy goodness faileth never. Good shepherd, may I sing thy praise within thy house forever. Jesus is the king 
who stands dressed in humble shepherd's clothes to say, come, my lost sheep, and I will lead you. Come, my errant lambs, and I will govern you. Come, all who feel crushed by the world's woes, and I will give you rest. Come, all you who are weary and sore oppressed, and I will feed you with celestial food. I remember you. Jesus is the king who stands at the turning of the ages and says, Amen. Amen, I say to you this day, you will be with me in God's garden. Your souls refreshed and your very lives nourished for the living of these days. The king of love says, come to the table, taste and see that the Lord, your king, is good. Do this in remembrance of me. Yea, amen. The king who lay aside his regnant glory comes to be host at this table that we might have a foretaste of paradise, God's garden, Christ's kingdom come. Amen.